Bear Hardcore Radio, exploring the world's best hardcore punk and all the various subgenres. For the next two hours we will enter a world apart from the rest. The time is now. Hours of hardcore radio. Um, I don't know what to fucking say. You're listening to Dead Air. Two hours of hardcore radio. Do you hear this? Do you hear this guy? You hear this guy? Do you fucking hear me? You can't cuss on the radio, dog. Sorry. Do you trucking hear me? All right. So you're listening to Dead Air. Two hours of hardcore radio. Um, if you haven't heard this before, we play hardcore songs we just fucking tell you that we like them we just uh we hang out we shoot the shit uh play it in a radio format because we're a radio show first um shout out to people who listen to the live radio show as well as the podcast you can go to deadairhardcoreradio.com for more information um this week uh i have an accidental guest i mean i was gonna have him on like a million years ago, but he's busy uh, stacking them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, like actual snack crackers. Yeah, not like not like um, killing white people and and having a bad <laughs> body count. Wow, I can see how that could really like <laughs> like be really bad. Yeah, I was stacking crackers and then I get canceled. Um, Dude, don't so worry, me. don't worry. I've heard cancellation is is. Has, it has uh, kind of petered off. So, I mean, stacking crackers, we can. I think we're. I think we're in the clear. I don't know, man. Like, I feel okay. So, I f- people love to like just dig up dirt, you know. So, give it five years, and someone will just like you know at me, and then space cracker, and just look up like my whole like tw- like Twitter history on that, and then they're gonna find one from 2014 where I was like, I have Ritz crackers on my butt or something. <laughs> well, dude. So back in the day. Uh, I used to, I, you, I still, this still happens. I am the worst for getting hacked and people say stupid stuff <laughs> on my, on my Twitter. And I don't pay attention. Cause like <laughs> during like 2000, I would say 2009 to like 
you know, early 2012, I was not very active on Twitter because I didn't see the point in it. Like I didn't, I didn't feel like I had much of a social life outside of being a, a holy man of God or whatever. Um, so people would hack my shit and my friends would write stuff and, uh, your partner dug up a bunch of, it would like these things where apparently my friends would tweet and say that I'm gay. <laughs> this was like, a, this was like a couple, uh, this is like a couple years ago. I think when this, when the people really started like looking up and like finding out, Oh, we could type in the name and the keyword oh and see God. what happens. And I woke up. <laughs> to your partner um just liking all these things saying that i'm gay or that's gay and i was like i did not fucking say that like even when i was like living in a a right-wing hicksville like i did not like speak like that or say or say shit like that right. there, there were people that s did say stuff like that and I was a little desensitized, but there was, uh, that was just not me. Cause yeah. I also didn't really cuss at the time either. Yeah. And now it's like, it, it's all over. Oh yeah, but, dude. But I don't, I don't say, I don't say, uh, you know, I don't like, that's just not a, it's not a, se uh, a sentence that, that is like natural to me. So like it when I saw that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, but People like people like have done that throughout my life. Like for the longest time, I think for two years, I let somebody put a picture of Caillou on my Facebook. Oh my god, I remember <laughs> and that. And it just stay it just stayed there. Like straight up. I remember at one point my mom was like, Oh, did Trevor get a haircut when she saw that picture? The pic wait, that was a cartoon. Exactly. <laughs> I I think she was just trying to be funny, but I was, at first I was like, what? What do you mean? This it was a, it was a goddamn cartoon. Yeah, dude. My, yeah, um, dude. My my favorite um, Trevor hacked moment was the incarnation of at Trev. Wait, Trev. Uh, okay, you you have to help me out on this one. Trev bought Jazz Dad. You remember oh, was that? that Tre uh, Trev bought Strikes or what? yeah, yeah. Trev bought Strikes. Yo, Trevotic Strikes. Yo, dude, that was my favorite Trevor moment on the internet. That was a good moment. Like I was, I was a, I was a pretty um, uh, like I was a, I would say I'm like a C lister, a C list Twitter celebrity at the time. Yeah, yeah, no. You were definitely getting like retweeted, like you know, definitely popping up on the uh, people. The pe TL. Somebody, I was, I'd made jokes. People didn't think I. People thought I was way serious. That I was like, somebody thought I was like actually like letting it get to my head, like that I was like, Twitter like, a not like Twitter famous via somebody's fake Twitter that they made about me, um, and uh, they were like, I said, hey meet and greets at Rainfest uh 2014 oh God. and they're like you really think these people are going to I was like no <laughs> shut the fuck up why would I why would I actually think that I remember also um when we were both I think uh Ktem was still in charge um of Dead Air at the time so I remember one of the classes at KGRG we like I I did the music department or something. Did I do music or de 
or promotions. One of those. It doesn't matter. Yeah. All I know was we spent the entire class talking about my tweets on the uh, <laughs> on on that Twitter. And this was like one of those classes where um, you're like in front of like students, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was in one of those classes. <sighs> So I'm, like you're just in there talking about like your your celebrity account. Did kids have any questions? I think uh well, well I think their question was why am I spending my time in this fucking class? I think that's why attendance started getting back. Like so to be honest, I I I found out that a class, one of my classes later on cuz I was about to retake a class that I thought I I dropped out of. I never, I accidentally never dropped out of it, but I got a 4.0 anyway. I showed what? up to two classes. What class was this? This was one of the classes um, at KJRG. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Dude, okay. Um, so, okay, that, that totally reminds me of uh, Rest His Soul Campy. You remember Campy? Yep. Um, it's actually been five years um, as of a couple days ago. That's crazy. On the mark, dude. On the mark. So, we, so, his funeral was, and so we went on tour with our band just around the time of his funeral. So that's like a, a week or two from now. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it it happened right at the beginning, 2015. Mm. But yeah, he, it was crazy. Like I took one of his last full uh, classes. Yeah. Uh, in the term right before winter, and I remember he was he. At the end, we watched Ancient Aliens during so the, during the fucking um, class. We went to we did what else did we do? Um, I'm trying I'm trying to think. We watched Ancient Aliens. He did a thing that he liked to call Fuck Day, <laughs> where he I have not heard about this. Where he uh, he said this was probably. Incredibly, it was it was anyway. It was his last fuck day because he said the word fuck doesn't have uh, the same type of meaning as it does as it did when he started doing it. Oh, okay. So was it like some sort of like uh, I don't know, just like maybe like uh, talked about desensitization. And oh stuff yeah, like yeah, yeah. That like I loved his whole seminars. Yeah, well, some but like yeah, like I'm not trying to other stuff, but there were some. In some of these, I, I can talk now about them because the main classes are still um, are still there, but some of the side classes at Green River do not exist anymore. Some of the extra the extra classes for some of the courses I don't think are uh, in play right now. Oh, so but some of the older ones were definitely uh, easy A's, and I think people started to catch on to that. Oh, that. yeah. I, I brought up Campy because when I took, um, you know, radio production, you know how he taught that class. Um, I remember, like, for the final, um, I just showed him, like, dead air stuff. And he was like, you know, th this is cool. I like what you're doing with this. But I, I kid you not. He he then was he then went off this, like, tangent of, um, you know, I'm, I'm about to go on a date later later tonight oh yeah and then he was like it's it's with this uh the spanish woman <laughs> and and he was like do you know any good like uh spanish bands or whatever oh, and i i think initially i'm i i was like thinking i'm like is he only asking me this because like because you because like, yeah cause, Hispanic? exactly yeah i'm like that, that's at first i was kind of like what the what the hell but then 
you know, the more he kept talking about it, I was like, oh, okay, maybe he just would have asked. I think it would have been, like, far more unlikely if it was, like, a white person. Hey, you know. But I um, I told him, yeah, of course, like, I, I knew some bands. So I, I basically made him this mixtape. And he essentially forgot to, you know, enter in my final for the, you know, you know, the grade for the final into the system. And he was like, oh, I just gave you an A because... You know, I'm sure what you did was good. And, and, um, you know, it was during that time where, like, I was getting... So when we were doing, like, a lot of dead air stuff, I would kind of intertwine that with this class. And I don't know if you remember this bit, but me, you, and K-10, we did this bit one night of a Pokemon. And do you remember that? We were, like, talking about, like, Pokemon. It was such a vague conversation. But I took that Pokemon bit, and I used it. And... um. I just meant to like just use it as a dater, but I ended up putting it like on my uh, you know radio production final, and he he, d- he didn't even like it showed that he didn't even open it, but I still <laughs> got an A. That was my favorite part about. Campy. I remember, didn't we? Didn't we? It, we showed it to other people. I think we used it as production for that year. And, yeah, and for that one of those months, and people loved that. That was one of the best ones. The ones that when you would record. Those are everybody's favorites. When oh everybody God. would, when you would record our stupid conversations, I remember there was one time when he called Euro Heart, where K10 called Euro Hardcore Kids whack little dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> because because I was play, I played some Euro Hardcore. I forget the exact uh, name, but it was some. It was like some some Euro type youth crew ish stuff, and he. And he went on a rant of 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 Euro kids sniping records that he on the internet, <laughs> and that was that might be my one of my fondest fondest memories of host K ten, and I'll keep that. I mean, he was even I think yeah he was even on one of the last shows when we were here on when we were in uh, Auburn, but uh, still I that the whack little dude comment was great. You, you know, at the time, I, I didn't think anything of it. But now, like, looking back on it, that's probably still the most accurate representation of Euro dude. Whack a little dude. Whack a little d- That's That's a little unfair. We've had some... We've had... Is it though, bro? Like, okay, Dead Air has been a more Euro-friendly show since, since K10 left. I have a lot of European bands. Hey, good listeners. for you. Sorry to all, the, to, to all the, the Euros. I'm sure y'all are tall. But <laughs> sure you are all tall. God, not sure. Damn, not not sure. Oh, so yeah, so um you were you remember that, right? Yeah. Has the edge gondole. I I talked about that with Greg cuz um over the summer um he called me for he called me right before the uh, bystander uh release came out mm-hmm. in the middle in the middle of last summer and he he was just like he forgot he he thought it was really funny that we remembered that but he completely straight up forgot that uh forgot that story oh so, my gosh i'm you know with uh how much uh spoken word he does and just all the the touring you know of his um of, of all of his talks i'm sure he forgets like a good chunk of things he talks 
not not to like any credit because you know he has like you know great things to say but i'm sure stuff like that you know it was was just probably like a little like you know in and out type of thing but at the moment in time he was uh greg was super like he was ecstatic about it dude i'm ecstatic about it right now not sure dude i okay i i use that as like uh as kind of like a performance scale you know like um has the edge gone doll you know when you're kind of comparing like your current like straight edge state of mind is that wait do you do you compare your current straight edge state of mind you know sometimes like okay so it only like gets brought up okay this is only like uh personally that i you know do these things uh inner comparisons right it only gets brought up when i listen to like a band let's say like magnitude for example okay so let's say prior to like at the gig you know you're chilling right and you're just thinking, has the edge gone dull? And you're like, you know, it, the, the flames, you know, still lit, you know, whatever. But then you see a band like Magnitude, right? You know, they fucking do their thing. You know, you're straight edge as fuck by the end, right? And then you're just like, dude, like this this flame has now turned into a full-on raging bonfire, right? This fucking boner of Ember is just fucking, you know, it's it just like encapes you, dude. And, and that... I don't know. It's just kind of like this random kind of like um, just performance scale. I've been thinking about like, has the edge gone dull? And I think I, I kind of like toyed with playing uh, the idea with it to you, you know, using it as like a scale of a, you know, before and after kind of effect. Like what's your straight edge like before and after you listen to this band, you know, type of thing, like inclination, magnitude, you know, some of my favorite straight edge current bands, you know? But uh, that that's just kind of like my my take, and feel free to you know steal that segment for me. I'll I'll, I'll be here you know to deal you some uh, royalties and fine print after this recording. But uh. <laughs> as the so I guess that go that that's a good uh, time as ever to get into fucking music. Uh, has the edge gone dull? Um, we're gonna find out. We uh we played we at the top of the show. We played a song from Reek Mines, uh newer band from uh from Portland doing doing that raw punk hardcore that we've been uh playing on the shore show lately. Um fucking just like loud as shit. Um vocals turned all the way up. Like like I like I say with those static shock vocals, it it's the it's the sound I want to hear if if I'm touching an electric fence you when you said static shock i don't know why but immediately thought of that one show uh static shock do you remember that at all it was like the the guy who like uses like lightning as his power do you remember Uh, that at all no i don't oh dude you should look it up so sick but static static shock static shock that was his name why do i that sounds familiar but um i've been i've been just like i don't know i don't Static shock, huh? Static shock, yeah. Look it up. I might, I might know what you're talking about. My, my, my I'm having a bad uh, memory these days. Oh shit! Okay, static. Yeah, no this, this mother, this motherfucker. I'm all, I'm, I'm about, I'm about this. Okay, yeah. So you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, no, I'm seeing, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at the cartoon. This is like a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> Static shock, great show. Uh, anyways, so but yeah, Reek Minds. Um, I I because lots of people like to 
define certain types of like raw hardcore in stupid um in stupid terms um whether it's you know the 2017 egg versus chain or um did we we talked about that on the show back back then right i think so i think versus chain egg punk versus chain punk Mm -hmm. i mean this doesn't obviously go anywhere near this this is just raw fucking fast hardcore um punk is very short um with everything everything's kind of all levels are kind of fucking maxed the fuck out to to sound like it's supposed to fucking give you that static shock um or a where a pikachu is uh is giving it a thunder shock and not and not a thunderbolt a thunder shock ooh okay to be to be completely fair so from there from our rantings we uh we're gonna play another um kind of fast ass i'm i'm assuming a a joke band i've been seeing people uh i've been seeing people talk about this um one said said one one person called this the um the cannabis corpse of d beat Ooh, okay. Um, a band, you know good take. Good a take. band called Disweed, um, th- with their boofin demo. <laughs> um, we're gonna play a song called Cop Skull Bong. God, great name. Um, for all for all the straight edge people who want to try to crucify me for some bullshit or playing this, fuck off. I remember I talked to Rusty, um, back like a couple months ago and I, and I like made fun of this show. Like there's, we we're talking about cooking shows and there was this show and just cause it was funny is it uh, called cooking on high on Netflix, which is just literally the point of the show is to, they literally uh, put, put uh, marijuana in the food mm-hmm. and it's marijuana infused food. They tell us how that they tell you how it tastes. Chefs come in, the they have like comedians and stupid people come and eat it and tell you how it tastes and rate it and they give the chef a like a golden bong or something and I was just like I and Kelly watched it and I was just like yeah I watched that it was kind of funny and and fucking uh, Rusty was like I listened to Straight Ahead today <laughs> and I was like great. Congrat! Congratulations! Congratulations for listening to that band. <laughs> congratulations! You listened to straight edge music. Oh my god! I don't know why, but have you um, have you seen that show Hot Ones on YouTube? Yeah, dude. That's sometimes probably, that's my favorite show right now. I they have it. They like have like a a TV version, right? Yeah, you were telling me about that, right? Yeah, or I, I think I, so. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Was it me? I see you I like I see you like once a month right now, and t- today was a literally like if I knew you were coming in, I would I would have done like heavy bands and not like I would have done a heavy band show. And, oh, you uh, don't have to do heavy bands, bro. We're we're chilling, you know. That see that see that's the coolest part about hardcore. Like n- not to get like all corny, but like honestly, like you could take a fucking punk band, metal band, you know, uh, at this point in age, a new metal band. And call it hardcore, and most of the time people won't question it. Most I say most of the time, like on you know, with fine underlines. But 
you know, like I, I don't care. I, I like, I like, you know, hardcore for, you know, hardcore, hardcore for hardcore. Exactly. You know? Um, and then today we're actually playing, I guess it's not, um, we're doing like a, we're doing a crossover band that you had no idea existed. Yeah, exactly. Uh, from, from Tacoma called denial of life. Um, I definitely not as, um, fine tuned as, um, as the crossover band you were in. Definitely a raw lo-fi um, sensibility to this band. Well, you and know what? They're about to be um, approved of life after I listen to them. I tell you what. All right, we're gonna we're going. So what we're gonna do is what? The f- why do I keep hearing? What is going on? Oh, sorry. I'm. Are you? What are you messing with over there? My ass. <laughs> <laughs> is that the fucking chair? Yeah. God damn it. Sorry. You know when it itches, you gotta hit hit the stitches. You know what I'm saying? As much as I was like, I I was like, I didn't want to fucking mess with the bed music, but you'll hear some bed music and some sh- shit in just a minute. Um, because we're gonna play. This is gonna be a talk heavy show today, so we're gonna play the some music from Disweed. Um. And then we're going to get straight into our uh, interview with Denial of Life. You're listening to Dead Air, Two Hours of Hardcore, Radio, and Other Bullshit. Let's <laughs> go. 
<laughs> we probably should have started already. <laughs> yeah, the memo stories. Yep. We're not the really, sick memo stories. The memo stories will never will never be heard again yeah. by any ears <laughs> here or there. Um, but still, actually, I'm gonna say it one more time. Auburn Auburn memos is the best. If we're gonna rank memos in the Pacific Northwest, we got Washington State memos. Washington State memos. <laughs> we got Auburn U District. And Tacoma for sure. Yeah, um, Lakewood, Lakewood. Yeah, Actually, Lakewood Lake is, might be better than Tacoma. Lakewood is better than Tacoma, <laughs> but th- there's been one time where they were open, and I was just like, "Hey, um, can I have this? We don't have that." I'm like, "What about this? We don't have that." <laughs> What about you this? Caught him on a bad night, and I was just like, <laughs> "They're like, yeah, that's no. your entire fucking menu. What are you talking about?" I was like, "I guess I'm just gonna go fuck off now." <laughs> and then I will. I refuse to put Everett memos on any list because they need to fucking burn in hell <laughs> with all their Fair fucking enough. mosquitoes. <laughs> like. I feel like I barely even see mosquitoes in Washington State, so I don't know where the fuck they're coming from in Everett. Everett, it sounds like. It just, well, it depends. Where do you usually hang out in the summer? Oh, I guess in the city. So Okay, then you're, then, yeah, if I grew up in Bonnie Lake, so like. Yeah, definitely out in that uh, fucking prairie shit. (laughs) There have been two Fourth of July parties that, uh, that we didn't go and like watch fireworks because the mosquitoes were so, so bad. bad. So, so by the time the, the sunset, we literally closed the doors because there was no fucking point. Mm. It was, it, it, I would get all the candles too, and it still wouldn't work. Yeah. And, sometimes it's just those bad nights where it's just not, I not was, <laughs> and I was so fucking stubborn. Cause I was like the second time I was like, I'm not letting this, I'm not letting the mosquitoes ruin my time. And like everyone left and I was just sitting out there trying getting to enjoy, <laughs> yeah, getting bit, <laughs> trying to enjoy. <laughs> uh, anyways. So who are, who are, who are we here with? Who was our, who's our guests? You guys. Um, well, we're denial of life. I'm Brenna. And I am I am Logan. Uh, we're from Tacoma, Tacoma, Seattle area. So oh, we we claim Tacoma. You claim yeah. to, I T-Log for life. <laughs> I appreciate that as someone who has grown up grown up uh, in Tacoma. Uh, mm. This is this is my home. I work in Seattle, mm. but um, yeah, Tacoma Tacoma is my has been uh, my my scene forever. If I'm ever yeah, in a band, likewise. I. I I yell Tacoma Hardcore because I'm yeah. fucking yeah. Mm-hmm. Tacoma Hardcore for life. Always. Always. For, for real, though. <laughs> um, Red Room Forever. Oh, fuck. Red Room. Yes. <laughs> for real, though. Yeah. I remember watching my friend get knocked out at the Red Room. <laughs> oh, shit. Hopefully yeah. it wasn't Classic. me. Hopefully it wasn't me. <laughs> I have no, no one knew who it was. He, I just saw him just like, and he was oh. out. It was sick. I've d- I've done I've done that by accident one uh one or two times at the red room. Um <laughs> knock someone out. <laughs> yeah. By accident for real. Been my my close friends, but uh I can't help it. Don't play good mosh riffs. Um <laughs> what what was it? You guys I hope you guys you guys never saw I some people saw this meme. There was a meme that uh back at back at the end of Red Room that said Tacoma hardcore will never die. But you will. 
You guys never See, saw I that. Never saw no, that I never. Thank saw that. God. Ugh. Thank that. That's that's a good thing. Some. So I said that at the last. Well, I played. I played a set at one of the last Red Room shows because uh, they were like, there's like a weekend where they did two final, send-offs. Yeah, two send off shows, and I played one, and then I said that, and then some kid that I never that I've never met to this day made a fucking meme and took a picture, like took a picture unbeknownst to me and then you got memed and then yeah shared it around my worst nightmare and i was just like (laughs) really it came it came back like a year it came back a year later too like i yeah after a lot of time passed a lot of time passed it it just it it just came out it just came out of the woodwork i saw it on on somebody's random Ass IG account, and I was like, like "That's me." I was like, "Who the fuck?" <laughs> I fucking said that. Fuck? I said that. <laughs> well, it was back. I used to just. I talked about this. That in was another... like the early meme days. Yeah, I talked. No, that was not the. That was. I mean, like low key getting... early. Like, low key yeah. early. That was like it was you know, just past. It was it just whatever. past the herp derps. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> okay, but also like lolcats were the first meme, and those were like what. 10 years before that was it 10 years or something i mean that was when i was in elementary school wait lol cats is like oh shit is low cat is low cats like myspace age it's like older than that i think it's like vintage ass memes dude fuck (laughs) then i literally got introduced to lol cats way late (laughs) because i remember like Getting finding out about lolcats in college, <laughs> so so somebody showed me, me like a, somebody showed me like a ten year old fucking meme. Yeah. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> oh, have you seen this one? No, I've seen this before. I didn't think it was funny at all. Like, because there was that was just like at the same time everyone's like, I like cat videos. I like Grumpy Cat. Oh. I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> so I just thought it was like the same like recycled bullshit but like yeah i got memed and and i got in a tumblr gif once once upon a time and i was not happy about yeah, it yeah i hope i know i hope i never do <laughs> My, i actually wouldn't mind it i don't think get memed. honestly <laughs> i like the attention i think <laughs> that's fair I, I met someone on i on on a dating app and i was and they were like Weren't you on that? Weren't you no, on that GIF that on Tumblr? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, like, it's over from there. Because there's a video. There was a video of so the band Expire played like years and years ago at the at a Burgerville in um, Portland, and Sick. yeah, no, it was a fucking wild ass show. It's like kind of like that Denny's show. Yeah, the Wacko. Wacko <laughs> yeah, show. like it. It was wild, and it was a one thing that would never happen again because the second it went off. The Chaos. the people didn't know what the fuck yeah, was going on. Yeah, they were expecting. On. They're like, "Oh no!" <laughs> and and for some reason, it was a weird it was a weird time in my life. I like I didn't dress my age. I dressed like I was like fifty years older than I was because I I also just because I I I worked in sales, so I always went unintentionally went to shows in like button ups and like looked like and I was just like an old man like so people are like is that the are you the old man that was moshing in the um expire video and you're like yes yes Uh, yes, that was i (laughs) but in in a date situation i was like oh no (laughs) no 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 no. what are you talking about so 
denial of life. You guys are fucking low key. To be to be fair, like they, <laughs> not to be not that I'm saying like um I wish you were higher key because you guys are fucking great. I like your I like your band. Um, you guys came out of fucking nowhere for as far as like uh as far as I'm concerned for uh you know a crossover band from Tacoma. Yeah. Well, we haven't been a band that long, really. Um, like a, the the idea started maybe about a year ago, but. With our with our current lineup, we've been jamming for like six months, mm-hmm. so it still feels like a it's, it still feels like a super new band. Yeah, we're still like figuring out what our sound is and everything too, like along with that. So, yeah, yeah. And I, I just like my my thing was like I, I I search avidly for music, especially for Tacoma. So I'm like, like when I see like that something has come out, even if it's been like six three months, I'm like. How has three months gone by and I have and nobody has told me about this fucking band? That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's how. That's because I. I like. I'm literally. I just spend my my free time in this studio, just like searching for fucking music for the show. So I'm like, if I'm if I'm like, I feel behind if I'm even like a week late. So that's real. So that's so six months in my world. It's a long time. Is yeah, it's a a long. It's like dog years. (laughs) It's yes. It's a a very. It's a very like long time. So I'm just like, especially just like when it's a band like Tacoma that that's punk, hardcore, metal, or adjacent. We I like I want to know about it because from being from Tacoma, you know things. uh, When it gets quiet out here, it gets really quiet. Yeah, like, it goes these for, sure. for sure. Like people are like, "What the fuck is going down here?" And like, I've had bands from Seattle come down here. Like, I haven't been to Coma in three to four years. So <laughs> that's sad. Sad, yeah, <laughs> for real. Like, because no all thanks. well, because all bands like the ones that are like maybe in my age demographic or older, like who the, some of them that have joined more of the adult punk bands mm-hmm. pl- only come down to play like uh um the valley or something like that yeah like uh, every blue moon <laughs> and that's and that's and that's it um and other bands like uh mentioned the plaid pig which is like yeah a new spot a newer spot but still not in all i don't think that's not an all ages spot yeah, I think either it's yeah. just a bar like it's just a bar like so nothing that's nothing it's pretty easy after a while to like it's not hard to to turn your bar into a spot for uh for music so sure. so uh but all ages spots like i'm fucking surprised real art has like shout to tom for fucking making real art being able to be a thing for such a long time five years i know for, it's been a long time now for yeah. how many for how like i've only been i only go maybe like to to a show there once or twice a year at this point but like that the fact that that's happened it's been the first like official show was 2015 yeah that's pretty crazy that's, yeah, that's wild i remember that me too <laughs> that's extremely wild like like yeah, that's fucking dope. But uh, denial of life, good uh, uh, good tape, good music. I don't know what. Thanks. What was what was your your uh, your crossover thrash band with some like <clears throat> hardcore and uh, some punk influences? Um, mm. I'm by nature a fucking um, hardcore and punk kid, so brevity has always been my uh, 
been my friend. Like yeah, I hear you. Something, mm-hmm. and you guys um, have that like faster, faster songs, good, good, uh, good song links that don't um, drone on. And for I'm sure. and I'm I appreciate that. So thank you for that because I, it's really easy to have a metal influence and want to noodle and think of the next part and just keep fucking going. <laughs> I could I can see like where you would where it's easy for anybody who is like proficient with their music, but like as far as like if I'm writing music, I'm thinking what I want to hear, and I want to get all the fucking best parts of a song and, out there and, in and about less than three minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's sick because I think we definitely uh, are aware of that and try when we are writing songs to not play a part super long time and like <laughs> even if we're like oh this part's tight like yes brevity is important so i think i don't know what you think brenna but it's addicting to uh just let a sick-ass riff ride for like <laughs> a really long time and i fucking love it so much when that happens you know like when you can find a really like driving riff that's like really fucking exciting and like it just feels like something's going to happen. You're just yeah, like, yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Like ready for anything because of this riff. And uh, so, yeah, it's hard to find that line. Yeah, exactly. Like I want people to just like be, I want them to vibe to the riff. You know what I mean? For and appreciate it. Even if it's long. Yeah. And our, our I think our, our drummer comes from like uh, a very like heavy, hardcore background. Um, so I think he's he is helpful in being like, all right, that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah, we need to shut the fuck we need up. To sh- yeah, <laughs> we need to keep it under three minutes. You know. Yeah. Um, so I think we we have some good like crossover influences that uh, make that be you know something that we're thinking about. I think I think the main thing that makes this crossover for for me is like I said the song length, but there are plenty of crossover bands that will cross that threshold time and time again um that do that do like five to six minute songs but still label some selves as crossover but yeah i love the like i said song links um the production of kind of i like the um i love this style of any type of heavy like music and hardcore having a more lo-fi um quality to it if i'm if i'm listening to something that's more like fucking beat down. Yeah. I want to hear something that w- sounds like it's fucking um, recorded in a trash can. Yeah. Because say, that, cause that can. music <laughs> is for fucking moshing mongoloids. <laughs> yeah. You, this is, this, it, it is for the crow magnums of the world to, it is like, we all have to have a mix of like, like people want to hear something like, you know, nice, technical, proficient, and then for any type of music. And then sometimes you just want to put put something just just ridiculous on. And that's what and that's what I like. But that's not what this is. This is crossover with some awesome with a, some really like, you know, lo fi kind of punk production, which is like I think it go it it stands out because the not a lot of crossover um you know, anybody in metal wants usually wants some more like um you know, better sometimes production. better clearer production yeah. and um I think it speaks to 
um kind of like the you know older stuff that um that i re that i have revisited and be like i like that production like more of like the Hellhammer and Celtic yeah, Frost a- um, type stuff. Those are big influences, I think, especially in terms of production and like just that like eighties um, like style of of production and stuff. Um, so yeah, both of those bands are like definitely like pinnacle sick eighties bands. Mm-hmm. I mean, what I mean, fucking, it's it's punk and it's literally punk, the apex of punk and metal in one. So yeah. what's not to like? <laughs> I couldn't True. agree more. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> like, yeah, no, it's, it's cool. It's cool shit. Um, like, yeah, I like, I I need to check out a fucking show. You guys have been playing some pretty like rando spots around Seattle, right? Yeah, I would say so. I think we're playing a lot of like um, punk houses and stuff. Um, at least, you know, as we've like started to, to play a lot of, shows um i think we're like have an affinity towards like playing in punk houses and stuff Fuck yeah definitely <laughs> i mean i'd rather play in a basement honestly than a normal venue but you know it's just the vibe the, it you feel so much more comfortable and i feel so much happier so um yeah so i, I think we're like f- finding that balance um where we'll like play some good punk houses and then play a a good venue. I think the tour that we're about to go on is like a nice mix of like good venues and DIY spots. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, hell yeah. You guys are going on tour. I literally almost forgot that. That's fucking yeah, it's dope. coming right up, and that's uh, why I, that's why I initially wanted to get you guys (laughs) in because you're going on your first (laughs) fucking tour after like after six months and like you guys are fucking go-getters yeah yeah you're doing it. that's tight that's definitely what we were trying to do like uh at least brenna and i when we were when we were starting this band where it's just like let's be as you know as active as possible in terms of touring and and traveling so just to get our first tour like you know booked and done uh and like you know in half a year or so is i think is sick mm-hmm. um, yeah and i i feel like that probably speaks to your collective experience as well because uh brenna came in and you were like i've fucking played here before yeah so like (laughs) so like when you have that collective experience it's always like makes it fucking easier to be like all right we got these songs i know these people let's play these places Mm -hmm. and also establishing those connections like throughout especially since we're going on the west coast you know establishing connections with everyone throughout the west coast is really important especially you know if we want to tour again (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) like um i always like if i'm ever like with friends i keep always keep that in mind and hang out like like if i'm ever decide i want to fucking pick up an instrument again and play i'm like i better be nice to this person or like get to be friends with these because like you want to have good uh you know connections and it's not because i don't want to i'm just like antisocial sometimes by nature mm-hmm. so like so i'm like oh fuck like but i'm like i should be like try to be like make these connections because i want to play with these people and yeah hang out with these and people and it's do. wild like how how long how long or how far those connections can get you even if it's like you play one show with a band you know and then you talk to them a year later when you're trying to go through their city or something and then like set up cool shows you know um so yeah, I I don't know. I think like the West Coast has a like is very much uh, 
connected, uh, like the Bay Area. Um, it'll be great to be in the Bay. Um, mm-hmm. In L.A. L.A., yeah, Fucking and just kind of like keep that, that West Coast. Um, Where are you playing in the Bay Area? Uh, we're playing at... Um, we're actually figuring that out. It's funny. <laughs> it's funny that you asked <laughs> that one because, yeah, because that video had just fallen through. Whoops. Yeah. Um, so, we'll, you know, we got it. Unintentional. <laughs> calling us out. Yeah, for real. Uh, oh, but it's, it's funny, like, we were talking about it last night. We played a show last night, and it's like DIY touring is, is like, it's awesome, and it's also tough because, like, you're hitting up people that you don't really know super well and, like, asking them to, like, do you a fucking solid? Do you a huge solid? Even and like, they don't know you at all. Yeah, really like go up to bat for you based on like, you know, like little to no human to human contact. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. for real. Yeah, I've definitely been just talking to people that I've never met my entire fucking life. And, you just, <laughs> and that's what it is. And that's like, you know, DIY touring is like, it's it's hard, but it's also really sick that, yeah, you know, you can super worth create it. something like that just on like a few little conversations and stuff. And like I said, I'm like I am antisocial by nature, but it is by like by talking to people online and being able to like do this like this is this is the capacity of how I of where I like stand with communication. Like I, I'll ta- I'll I'll be able to feel um, I guess more empowered to talk to uh, to you guys or have interviews and talk and like I'm okay with talking with people i've never hung out but with before when it comes to this style of music and Definitely. when it comes to doing stuff for the show booking tours and shows and etc like other things when you get me out in the real world i'm just like <sighs> but there's just like there's some energy because it's also like it's something you want to fucking do like you guys want to go on tour so it's like and i want to do this show so it's, so it's like <laughs> so like there is there is like you know that push to go be like all right yeah i want i really want to do this so i'm going to talk to this person yeah without a doubt i mean when it all boils down to it's like you know all all people caring about a similar thing about playing music and band related stuff so it's like it is simple but then it's also not simple at all (laughs) yeah it's true well and also there's like you got to think some of the people are not uh, like sometimes the people that uh, you hit up in a year might not be around or like they might be like doing something completely different. Mm-hmm. Like I've ha- I've seen that. I've seen that happen. Like the because booking can uh, for bookers, it can be an extremely thankless job. So like I, I can see where some people in some contacts get like stressed out and move on to the next thing they want to do in their life yeah definitely i mean i'm over this (laughs) i've definitely known a few people who need to take like years for a hiatus on booking you know especially like yeah bands that they don't know at all it's like one of the most stressful (laughs) one of the most stressful parts of of what we of what we do like with as far as as far as this like this DIY, this punk hardcore thing. Like it is um, like, yeah, going on tour and, and figuring it out, but like also like just trying to like talk to other people to book, to find a place to book shows and, and having to keep everyone happy and getting all those logistics, like being the sole purpose and the sole glue that holds a show together 
can be really fucking nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Especially yeah. if the show just sucks or something. Oh, you know, yeah, like, that's like all on you and you're yeah, fucked. Sure. You're yeah. like, well, oh, I'm sorry. You know, I tried. <laughs> there, well, and but there also are those people that don't fucking try, and they're like, uh, I'm gonna be honest, dude. I've been really busy, so I'm not. I had yeah, and you're like, the show's in a yeah. week, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've like I've had that where it's just like. Like I think I play we played in a rec we played in a rec center to like it was just all the it was just bands no yeah. nobody paid no there's like there we just like there's three or four people and we're just like you know what just don't even pay just come on in <laughs> just come on in and we just like we all just shared equipment and had a just a fucking party in the room and just threw and like we're throwing beach balls around and shit yeah, because they're like because they're just like fuck it like. Like, Might as well. Depends on what tours, but there's always like in a tour, there's always one depend one of those shows that either it's like not that great or it's just like it wasn't what you were expecting. So mm-hmm. depend it just depends. Sometimes 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 it's all it's all fucking it's all fucking good from beginning to end. Yeah, that's the that's the goal. That's the fucking goal. <laughs> that's what you want, that's, but yeah, but expectations and fucking reality. Yeah, are, can for, sometimes for, be very different for real. <laughs> so I'm I'm getting some getting some of this fucking music on because I don't know. I came I came onto the I I had all your music queued up and then I was like, fuck, and now it's all and now it's all like disappeared. <laughs> so we got a lot of like. Influ- like influences and some like fucking newer songs and played some playing some in the background mm-hmm. shout yeah. out to fucking you know black sabbath for 50 years of i know i was just about to say brenda i yeah. loved your list i was like yes dude Hell yeah. dude i was listening to nib last night with my roommates and i was just so like i always i don't forget necessarily but like i feel like i fucking forget how good this specific song is and every time i listen to it i'm just like oh god like it makes me want to just fucking like um, i don't even know like fucking explode because it is so good <laughs> also since i'm like i'm somewhat new like i've been doing the radio i we talked about it off i'm somewhat new to the radio to the podcasting thing so i don't know what the rules are on this but i'm gonna just fucking do it about blasting other fucking podcasts <laughs> I, got a, I got a letter in the mail there's, <laughs> yeah. there's another fucking podcast out there that's pretty high up there in music like that's basically sole oh, yeah. purpose is to talk shit on bands okay and Whoa. Um, okay and they did that one sucks <laughs> yeah, no, it, i'm not even gonna you if you go through the if you go through the music charts you'll find it but okay. these dudes are fucking uh i don't know they're just I feel like they're always like pushing up their glasses. They have gl- all eclectic fucking music nerds pushing up their glasses, <laughs> trying to fucking mansplain why the why music is fucking why the why the they music, think it's stupid why they think it's fucking stupid. And that is the they, lamest shit I've they, ever they, heard in my they did, fucking life. They did one on Black Sabbath. Oh hell! And it no. fucking pissed me off. Jesus I'm just like, Christ! Here's the thing: this that, there was a point. The all the right. point was to be fucking raw fucking rock and roll with fuck with blues influence but still like a lot more raw than what other fucking bands were doing mm-hmm. so fuck off 
Like that's super funny. Seriously, and fuck the, off, Black Sabbath rocks. <laughs> like they they talk so much shit on bands, and they always like, um, oh, this is perfect. They were they were like, oh well, high on fire is re- way better. Then what? Okay, like, fuck all right. Off. Just a dumb thing to say. Like high on fire is really good, but okay, even Matt fucking knows from High on Fire, he fucking knows that Sabbath is way better than High on Fire. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like... <laughs> also, what... Okay, whatever. That's so fucking... I could give you the link to this bullshit after you, the show. Yeah, you fucking should. But it's like... <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I don't want to listen some, to Some it. of it's like, like real <laughs> obvious shit. Like, they talk shit on like... Metallica and their inconsistent career, which is like that's okay. obvious, low hanging fruit, man. Yeah, like it's like if you listen to music, you know, you know, like what what has happened, and it's like it is laughable. And I'm like, it's that's the that's the fucking point. Like mm-hmm. who care who cares anymore? Like I hope that they're not making any fucking money from from that because I'm not subscribing that fucking Patreon. Oh yeah, fuck Hell you, no. fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. That's a big, that's a pass. <laughs> God, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't need any of that. I think there needs to be more podcasts trashing those style of podcasts because they, because I feel like they're not getting a reality. Fuck it, fuck them. Black <laughs> yeah, Sabbath real, rules. Do they make music? Like um, I have no fucking clue. I, I wonder d- what their bands are because I would love to tear yeah. their asses apart. <laughs> a couple of the bands that they've mentioned are not are really not that fucking good. Like they're okay. Yeah, but like they want to. <laughs> push their glasses up and make them sound like they're the like you know like they're the best bands ever and like they always talk about like the next the next band like they talked shit on slayer and then and then mentioned like you know how converge was like fucking um influenced by slayer but like converge is way better i'm just like that's not the fucking same thing (laughs) at all not even close like it's like saying any band like like heavier band is influenced by Slayer is just a redundant like thing. <laughs> like so, like in conv- like Converge is so much fucking different now, and just like fuck, just fuck off. <laughs> fuck yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Like I'm just like it does, and also a lot of these bands that they're criticizing are bands that like started with like not many reference points. They did, they created a lot of their shit from nothing, yeah, and with the very few things that they had around and the very few bands that were um, doing anything somewhat similar. So to, to really get, get on someone's ass because they're somewhat popular and revered. Fuck off. Fuck off. Some people shouldn't have a hot mic in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) Amen to that. (laughs) But no no hot takes for you. Yeah. No hot takes. So yeah. You guys just like fucking rock music. You guys like to rock out. <laughs> rockers. You guys, are, <laughs> you guys are honestly 80s just rockers. You guys are bread. honestly just rockers. Straight, <laughs> straight up. Especially like with even like with the metal, like like the riffs that you have are like just even regular like fucking rockers would like like fucking epic fucking solos in their metal. Yeah. So man. the punk kid the 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 hardcore kid is trying to track with the with the metal, yeah, yeah, it's funny. It's a uh, yeah, funny influences. Yeah, this. No, it's it's then it, that's and that's cool because like, 
you never fucking know what you're like what band the bands you like were actually like influenced to make um their own fucking unique ass style like yeah for sure and i think if our if our drummer nicky was here all of his songs would be like well i don't know i shouldn't say that but (laughs) (laughs) but he's like very much from the hardcore community like this like a very like uh straight up hardcore community i think so mm. i think so. he adds a lot like some different uh like a different perspective almost when we're like writing songs and yeah i definitely say that neither you or i are very like i mean i love hardcore mad ball for life you know but like um i, I don't i've definitely not delved into it as deep as nikki has that is for fucking sure you know so yeah i think i would agree in that. terms of like years spent in the community like the hardcore community and stuff like i my i come from more of like a punk background i guess mm-hmm. yeah. so. i i can i can you know and obviously i, I already kind of had that suspicion and see like listening to the music that there's a lot of fucking metal but there's also like like definitely an acknowledgement and a sensibility that is that is by nature punk and hardcore with the fucking like I said, the the style of um, of songs that you have, like the song lengths, the production, like even even if you're doing it without no, without knowing, they they, I think the collective um, influence like makes a very um, like good and standout style of um, of crossover. Yeah, Thank that's you. sick. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. <laughs> I, there's a like with it like like with this we have there's definitely some fucking uh yeah like you guys like the you guys like the epic shit yeah that's it's funny time. that you use the word epic but i know what you mean <laughs> yeah. like i know exactly what you mean that is but that's a self-described thing that's me being outside of the i'm this is me i am a crust outsider yeah I like, know, as I'm, far as a metal outside i'm a metal and i'm a crust outsider i like like a lot of i would not consider myself someone who has emerged into metal and crust and whatnot, but I acknowledge and know and I, I try to educate myself as much as possible. Would on, you, Oh, sorry. Go for it. I was going to say, would you consider rush an epic band? Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was just going to say it makes sense like that you use that because I swear to God, I always feel like I'm writing a rush song every single time I write a song. <laughs> I guess Epic Crest kind of, kind of see, and I'm, I would have to talk to somebody who like, um, who, who's like more of a, um, a crust head. I don't like to say that because that sounds <laughs> fucking stupid. Um, they, what they would, um, describe is, um, ep- uh, Epic Crest and Stadium Crest. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I think, like, to me, why I, f- I feel you on the epic thing, especially with Sacrilege, is, like, I think a lot of their, like, imagery and, like, aesthetic is, like, um, like, it's funny that you use, like, the D&D type of thing. <laughs> because, like, I think that their, like, imagery and aesthetic is kind of, like, I don't know, I, like, otherworldly, like, isn't the best word for it, but it's kind of, like... It's definitely fitting, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, in that, like, D&D-ish... Like fantastical fantastical realm yeah yeah magical. that's a good point magical kind of almost yeah mm-hmm. it could be otherworldly as in like a a realm similar to ours but a maybe another fucking dimension 
where yeah. we actually yeah, sick, definitely. were delved into a world of um, of gargoyles and fucking um, fucking dungeon beasts. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah, I think I think that's like super on point for for sacrilege, um, and especially their art, like their art, um, super like. I, I don't know the, the best word to describe it, but like on some gargoyle type of type of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. Rack my brain because I just uh, no. That's that's cool. I feel like my problem is I try to separate myself from that world only because I know of how addicted I would be to some stuff like D and D, and I would probably this show would be canceled. <laughs> Because you'd be, you'd be gaming. Like, not, like, canceled <laughs> in the sense of people would cancel m- me, but I would just cancel it itself. Yeah, you're like, I got other things to do. <laughs> I would literally just just not show up again. That's the <laughs> same with, like, any, like, RPGs and stuff like that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you can't do that to me because <laughs> I have – I have to – my mind will stay on task. Yeah, and I will want to just live and die in that world. <laughs> like, and you will. I know exactly, <laughs> and you will. Yeah. And that's okay, honestly. If that's really where it's got it, <laughs> where it's going, then where right. it's going, then I'm all. I mean, honestly, I'm all I'd rather be there than here right now. So, not yeah. like specifically, <laughs> specifically this place, specifically in this studio. Yeah. I meant, <laughs> you know, you know what I meant, though. Just, no, I know. I'm, <laughs> I've been I've been trying to not be super nihilistic these days, but it's so fucking, it's fucking difficult. It's so honestly. fucking hard. You, it's you literally cannot avoid being nihilistic at this point because we've been failed so many goddamn times that it's like, oh, I don't know. It's just kind of it's probably gonna fucking happen again. There's no <laughs> fucking point. Like, it's dude, sucks. so but yeah. I try not to think that way. I really don't the majority of the time. <laughs> But still, fuck. Yeah. So what was I? What was I? Get? So like that was some. I said something to somebody who's pretty fucking nihilistic, and I. So I accidentally, I think I got um, a a slight bit concussed at a show the other night, cool. and uh, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I picked up my jacket and got got rammed into the Vera Project um, sound booth, mm. and I hit my head on one of the. Uh, on one of the stools there. Oh, fuck. That will happen. And uh, they, what was I, what was I getting? And um, I think I just, I was just like, I was tired. I was like, you know what? I just don't fucking care right now. I'm going to go, I'm just going to go home, get a burrito. And if I don't fucking wake up, it was nice fucking knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> That's sick. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. Like, this, is, this is the last sleep. <laughs> And I was just like, at least I'm getting a fucking uh, uh, memos burrito. Yeah, yeah got the last burrito. meal. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't because it. that that burrito left left a little bit to be desired. I could have used I could have used some jalapeno. Which they, memos did you get it from? The Auburn one. Oh, okay. It was really good, but like I, they overdid it a little. I try not to get um, I try not to get tomatoes or like um. Or anything that's like lettucey because it makes the burrito super watery, and I'm not I'm not down with the watery, watery burritos. So <laughs> I try to do like 
I usually what I do is I'll add some I'll add the potatoes or like the fries and put um some jalapenos in there and it makes a pretty decent burrito. But sometimes I w- I would just rather have the consistency of the taco because like oh it's yep. too and much. And their tacos are so big too. I love it so much. It's too much. So I usually <laughs> like well I'll do it uh like um a vegan taco with a um with the rice and the beans mm-hmm. and then i'm like that's usually good, it's a good that's a good so i'm good glad one. i i'm glad at this point i'm happy to say that i'm i'm somewhat happy that you I, woke up. I woke up the next <laughs> fucking day and you're like ah okay <laughs> i was like, like all right we will do it. this again next time someone knocks me into a sound booth make sure to get the right fucking burrito yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it's a wrap and then it's a f- <laughs> It's literally a fucking wrap. Yeah. It God. could be. It could be, could be not. Roll the fucking dice. Toss the <laughs> d- toss the coin. <laughs> I'm I'm cool with whatever you, Whatever it, it lands on. Whatever it fucking lands on. But like a deep burrito sleep is better than I deserve. Yes. <laughs> so, better than a lot of us deserve. So I will take I will take it willingly. Amen, brother. <laughs> that or like sometimes when I see like like the fake tabloids of the fucking of the fucking asteroid like that's going to demolish the planet, I'm like please, 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 thank God. Do it, do it. <laughs> like I, I get I grin from ear to fucking ear. Oh my god, there's this fucking meme that I saw that was like Everyone's freaking out about coronavirus, but, and like, oh shit, what the hell? I think was I know it? what you're talking about. Where it was it's like, like mill- millennials are always like, I, I just want to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, just and fucking end it already. Like, and oh yeah, then and then it's like, like coronavirus says, <laughs> "Why are you running?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too. I was like, oh, that's so hello funny. funny. Like, because honestly, end, that's not how. I, because that's not how I want to fucking. If even if we were like, because I don't, th- I'm. I don't think any of us are seven are, are nearing seventy yet in this room. Um, so <laughs> we got a little while from what I from what I from what I'm gathering. So I we're coronavirus ain't, ain't gonna do shit to us just yet. Um, so I don't know. I but if it was, I that's not how I want to fucking go. <laughs> Me neither. Me that's, neither. Like, that'd be fucking lame. I'll be I was like, like, this fucking sucks. And if I eat a burrito with coronavirus, I'm probably going to throw it up (laughs) with the rest of my fucking small intestines. (laughs) So, no. No, 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 no. Yeah, no thanks. This ain't happening. We'll get back from tour and then we'll see. Dude, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) The fact I woke up, like, on my first day off after, like, I said another thing I repeated from uh, the last episode. After a couple weeks, I... uh, of working straight, I woke up to my first day off to people in hysteria over fu- over fucking coronavirus, and I'm just like, "All right, I'm ready to go back to work." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, vacation. I was over. like, I was like, my weekend, my weekend is uh, is officially done. <laughs> it's been killed. <laughs> like it's been literally fucking canceled. <laughs> so um, that's funny. Is would you say denial of life is a nihilistic band? Oh, right off the bat, I'm. I I mean, I don't know, Brenda. Go for it. (laughs) I mean, no. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say the hell yes. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like escalation. Yeah, I love that fucking name. that song name is great. Escalation, Escalation to, to Hell. hell. Oh yeah, my that God. was all Brenna. <laughs> that's that's so a, Brenna writes funny. the sickest lyrics, hands down. I love that. That's Thank a you. that's a good 
fucking song name. Yeah, definitely. I would definitely say all of our lyrics are extremely nihilistic and uh, a lot of hopelessness, um, <laughs> misery. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah. I got to get it out of me somehow, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think those are like when we were like when Brennan and I were first talking like before we had other members and stuff I think we we're like trying to explore those like themes and stuff yeah definitely we were definitely going for like a I mean I was at least <laughs> going for like a very Lord of the Rings vibe when I first start, when we first started writing music together um, when we wrote The Collector especially that was that was the first song we ever wrote yeah. and that was like I was definitely trying to go for like weird, like mystical, but really fucking horrifying themes in that. And then definitely. like ever since, like in the past six months, especially like since we got Russo and Nikki, I feel like my lyrics have changed quite a bit. And in the way of like actually just writing about like philosophical shit and actually having like metaphors <laughs> you know all that stuff and yeah so not i'm still talking about mystical stuff but ju- definitely not as much so <laughs> nihilism it started out with we all deserve to die now you're explaining why we all deserve to die yeah pretty <laughs> yeah. yeah that's <laughs> you got it <laughs> i think yeah i think it's been sick like um kind of trying like feeling like we're kind of getting into a, a groove as far as like songwriting and knowing what kinds of like sound like songs we want you know like structures and stuff and like themes and songwriting stuff mm-hmm. um, stuff and stuff stuff and stuff lots yeah. of stuff yeah in, in these past few weeks at least personally I've been like yep it's kind of like you know getting into a good groove mm-hmm. and we're playing some repulsion right now in the background oh, and, yes, I'm like, and I'm like <laughs> and I'm like yeah that's like I can see where that's fu- that fucking fits in like perfectly, like yeah, like with the fucking grind and the and the and the like the brevity, like the short the shortness in those fucking songs, but they're all just fucking like fucking brutal. So yeah, so hate, evil uh, and just pun- punishing and yeah. Don't, don't don't let me say brutal again because because <laughs> that makes me think it makes me go into some fucking deathcore shit. Oh Jesus! Okay, yes, <laughs> let's not. Yeah, yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> we're not but, going back to two thousand five ever no, again. No, thank you. Yeah, Repulsion is like one of my favorite bands of, of all time, and especially in like with that record, um, like the production that's just like the sickest sounding record to me personally, and like all the like the guitar solos and stuff are all. Also, if I'm just like, I just want to sound just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I why if you're like a fucking metal influenced, why wouldn't you? Why? Well, yeah, for, for sure. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I don't see any reason why you would want to do anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I completely agree. Yeah, it's, it's such a sick band. And this is from a hardcore, from the hardcore outsider that uh, that it, that appreciates and listens to these bands, but. I definitely don't have the the deep sea the same deep seated knowledge of those who are like are like in it like a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like for real. Yeah, but, it's sick to have that outside perspective sometimes. Oh yeah, that's why that's that's cool. But it's also like you know, metal, hardcore, it's all it's all sh- 
punk has all in one way or another shared the same um spaces the same the and the same headspace as well sometimes oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah i would agree for real. big time in in approach and in and just in kind of everything so yeah yeah i agreed so what else what else do we want to say about your band we've been fucking john on for about an hour time flies when you just when you just talk so pl- play a couple more of your songs while we're while we're talking and then we'll uh then we'll get out of here yeah so tell go on about the fucking tour a little bit but so i think we didn't really go into it so just like tell people to go see you on tour and shit um, oh. Oh. Yeah, Brennan, go for it. <laughs> oh, well, we're uh, touring with this band called Tile from Bellingham. Um, our friend Nate, who was the drummer of the band, uh, just recently broke his tibia. It got he Super got his fucked fucking up. shit rocked. Yeah, um, two surgeries. He's yeah. about to go into surgery tomorrow. Yeah, it's really fucked. So he can't go on tour with us anymore. So they did get a new drummer, and we are still going on tour together. Um, so yeah, so it's going to be the Denial of Tile Spring Break Coronavirus Tour 2020, um, going all the way down to Fresno. Is that the most southern part that we go to? Fresno? L.A. It's like a you know a good two week, um, pretty standard West Coast tour. Um, we'll play uh, Sacramento, San Jose, Bay Area down to LA we go to Fresno uh, Reno Las Vegas um, I guess no, we don't go to Vegas I want to go to Vegas but <laughs> yeah. next, you know. next one yeah. um, but we've got some good shows lined up I'm, I'm super hyped to play with this band called Aseptic from uh, oh, San, San Jose, Jose right? yep. yeah my mm-hmm. other band played a show with them um, and they uh, they're just an extremely sick band um, and uh like a, a, a thrash band is what I would say. They might say differently, but um, but uh, we play with him uh, for a couple shows, and then um, yeah, I think we've got some like pretty diverse bills, like that kind of encapsulate a lot of the styles we've been talking about. Like we got our punk shows, we've got some more like metal thrash shows. Uh, so I think it'll be like a good mix of stuff. Yeah. Well, I want to see y'all on a motherfucking hardcore show sometime because that'd be cool. Definitely, I think yeah. you guys would do get on a, on a hardcore show because in my why I have you on the show, I feel like there's a uh, only maybe a handful of people in the uh, the hardcore world that know you guys exist. Yeah, and I have Definitely. like mm-hmm. uh, and my like even my friend who's like like big in crossover like was like I had no idea. That, that, that there was a, a cro- another crossover band from from uh, Tacoma. Yeah. How did that? How did this happen? This is that's why <laughs> we I'm, slipped under the water. Right? <laughs> right? I was just sick. That's We're like, sneaky. That makes me stoked. Yeah. You are very. You're very fucking sneaky. I'm just like, <laughs> like don't do that. Don't do that again. <laughs> it's okay to be low key and mysterious. Like that's that's kind of the nature of of um, some of some certain sections of diy music like like it it, the whole thing is the mystery Mm. behind bands and not knowing who who the fuck is who the fuck is in the band or what the fuck is going (laughs) on in the band when i find out about a new band i'm like who the fuck who is in this band (laughs) there's like um you know the notion of like 
mysterious guy hardcore, which is like my least. It's it's up there with there's a there's a few different um there's a few different genres and identifiers that I'm not a fan of. Mysterious mysterious guy hardcore um kind of goes under the the banner of bands like Gag and Glue and stuff of stuff of that um of that ilk mm-hmm. and I yeah. think some may may use uh, um hoax is one of those but i don't i don't agree with that um i remember that band so yeah yeah they see like the people remember that band so i don't i've i heard someone say that i was like i don't think that's correct so i'm just like i think though these genres that have that have that come up out of the ran out of um just out of random obscurity piss me off um, <laughs> with the with the egg punk and chain punk and the uh fu- and uh in the early to mid 2000s um amazing core was a was an identifier for like have heart um and some melodic style hardcore bands i fucking hate that name so have heart is that what you said yeah oh yeah so like so like for so bands used to like I, apparently somewhere in some section of the world they heard these bands and because they had like a little bit I I guess more than just the regular youth crew style bands somebody called them amazing core and I'm just like fuck that don't yeah, like what is that what? shut up shut the fuck up that's kind of cringy yeah that's cringy. I'm glad that I've never heard of that yeah, before me too. good I'm glad I'm glad you guys didn't hear of it either and I'm I'm sure somebody who's more versed in it will bring it up to me on some future show but since you guys are not it's awesome and we will continue on. <laughs> we yeah. will continue on See. with the the rest of our our uh, senseless ramblings of nihilism and <laughs> um and uh, burritos yeah. and crossover thrash gargoyles and gargoyles. <laughs> Those are all perfect points. Um, and I think that's that's a good point. That's a good uh like I think that's a good ending note to we'll play some some actual music from you guys. Cool. And uh what do we want what do we want to fucking play from you guys before Ugh. we get though? We got I got the whole That's a good <laughs> question. That's a good question. Yeah. I got four, I got four songs. You want me to choose? Do your thing. Uh what's the second one? Um what's that one? One what limb. Oh, one, one limb, limb is a good I have one. I got the digital and I got this freaking this dope ass tape. Oh I'm, shit! I'm, I'm doing an unboxing of the tape. I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> unwrapping. You gotta unru- do some ASMR like <laughs> up against the mic. Yeah. Ooh, ASMR. <laughs> Ooh, this is gonna get me so many likes and subscribes. Hear that? Oh, oh my god! I honestly do like this sound. That's, so. <laughs> this sounds like subscribe to my channel. Oh my god! Okay, blue. <laughs> I got the blue. Ooh, that's a nice blue. Sick. You got the blue. Oh, shit. I tried to give you two colors. Ooh, I'm going to do the other one. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I don't... My kid... My my uh, girlfriend's kid walk, loves unboxing videos, and I'm just like... <laughs> I still, I still haven't got a handle of what the appropriate reactions are. I know, I know it's like most of it is over the top. Like, like why, like 
Why are you this excited? Okay, I got a I got a second blue. Uh two blues. Two blues. I'm I'm not I'm not hating. Damn. I'm not mad at two blues. Like, it's a, it's a pretty like hypnotizing blue too. Yeah, like it you is got really pretty. You guys got a good you guys got a good thing going with like your color scheme, specifically like for some of your like merch. I'm like look at cool. like I was like it's like kinda like you guys have it on point. Even some of my like, my favorite bands sometimes have some like Ass merch. <laughs> so, shout out to, to y'all. So, so shout outs to y'all for having, uh, having good, having good. Well, you can no, you guys don't. You guys have good. We have uh, the sick ass merch. Sick ass, ass, ass. You got good. Sick ass merch. I like the I like the colors. Um, cool. Oh, you got some good. Um, you got some hand. Is there, are these some hand numberings up in here? No, that's not. Okay, we're done with the unboxing. <laughs> unboxing <over. laughs> we're, 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 we are officially finished with that. Have you figured out what songs you're gonna, we're, we're playing? Uh, well, I wasn't even thinking about it the whole God time. damn uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of my water while you guys think about this. Um, I like One Limb. That's one yeah. we play first on our live sets, but... Brenda, I'll let you make the executive, uh, oh executive decision. Shut up. Um, yeah, One Limb is great, honestly. That is actually the song that people tell me is their favorite the majority of the time. So, All right, we're um, going to play that in Escalation to Hell because I love it. Yeah, <laughs> sick. and shout out to Seth Johnson. He recorded us um, hell yeah. in Hush Studios, actually. Yeah, oh, so shit. Super Tacoma. Us. That's like... You yeah. guys you guys actually recorded, like, recorded in Hush. Yeah. Yes. And we practice. Actually, I record... I re- I, that's not that tracks. I've recorded in Hush before. I've yeah. practiced. It felt fitting. It felt very fitting Extremely. as a Tacoma, as a Tacoma band. Hush is so wild. Like Hush is so wild. Every time I'm in there, I'm like, know what is happening? Every yeah. You never know who. You never know who you're gonna be playing next to. Next to, yeah, you're like if yeah. you're in the record. If you're in, if you're like playing like you like I heard, um, what was the ancestors of God? And I was like, they we they played next to me to my band space for months and i was like who is this fucking band with the fucking machine head riffs and i was like and, and i was like i saw the dude from crooks to kings with the bandana i was like oh yeah it's them it's that guy that guy's playing machine gun me <laughs> and machine head riffs like a hundred every thursday night every thursday night that's you Right there in fucking machine head riff guy. <laughs> like That's funny. shout so, out to Hush shout out. Oh yeah, shout out. They, yeah, I haven't played there in a minute, but like yeah. I'm assuming it's it's uh, same as it. it's kept Yeah, same as it ever seriously. was. Seriously. <laughs> it it is talking heads, same as it ever was. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. So any last words? Thanks for having us on. God yeah, damn it. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> it's all good. Like, that's fine. That's that's all good and dandy. I'm okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll play some fucking music and we'll get, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll get back to the rest of the show. Um, you're listening to dead air two hours of hardcore radio and uh, let's do it. Yeah. 
Motherfucker, this is Bebear Mashup telling you to check out the brand new Bebear website now. Go to BebearHardcoradio.com for all podcasted shows as well as news reviews and content you can't get anywhere else. Go now or feel the wrath of my cold hard robotic legs been kicking you straight in the face.
All right, we're back. You're listening to Dead Air, two hours of hardcore radio. Wait, did you just laugh? What? Did you just laugh or choke or did you cough? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I just existed. Is that a problem, Trevor? I don't know. Existence is the first step to coronavirus. Oh, my God. I was just reading an article about coronavirus. Dude, I'm, I'm going to hopefully... Once this is over, we will not talk about it anymore. I've talked about it with the guests, unfortunately. The last couple guests, I think a future guest will be um, um, we'll have like we'll we'll be talking about it, but we're we'll try to keep the corona talk to a fucking minimum because we goddamn straight edge. I think the favorite <laughs> thing about the coronavirus that I've heard was uh, at work. Um, all the like beer people that they've been, uh, talking, um, like the people who put out like Corona, that, that beer, they're like, man, our, our sales have just tanked because of this damn virus. And it's just the funniest thing to me because of the Corona virus, like having that, you know, Corona in the first part of it. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's definitely been real, real weird on, in that, in that respect. Like I've been like, what the? I've been like, what the actual fuck? Um, what is that? Okay, sorry, I was looking at my phone. I I need to stop fucking doing that. On I'm like, so that's also it's also like um, affecting my work because like working in event industry, like mm-hmm. like I just literally got a raise and a promotion, and stuff has like been bubbling up, and then the next day, this ha- this happens. Like I had a month full of like just work 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 and now i'm like i'm back to like like checking checking my fucking phone for for um my jobs for my work schedule like mm-hmm. like it's a like i'm waiting for a girl to text me back <laughs> does she leave you on red it's it's like it's, you? that's basically like i work with like a hundred other people and it's like we're all like left on red being like what the fuck or hopefully you know you're like am i gonna make some money or what's going on <laughs> yeah that's basically what's that's like well what it is like i mean does she like me <laughs> you remember that one time we worked for the same company for two weeks i have you haven't been on i think since you have you been on since that like uh like worked over there no have you been on this show since oh been on the show yeah since since i worked over there yeah yeah i've been been on i think yeah yeah no i've definitely been on oh okay i forget <laughs> but uh yeah the show uh so yeah i i think if you haven't listened i worked with chris for like two weeks <laughs> and that was uh i guess the thing <laughs> it was yeah pretty much so like we worked for the same company but we didn't actually like work with each other technically it was more like trevor got dropped off in this like the you know the town that he lives in right and you know while with my gig i'm kind of all over the the place you know trevor kind of sticks in his kind of quadrant right and you know during that time he got to meet uh you know some intense people and that i just i did not have the time for that like i did not have i did not have the capacity for the for the people that i was working with and everybody else like it like you know you have one of those things like is it in my head is this person really just like like treating me like this or am i just being or am i just being like too soft mm-hmm. and i was just there everyone's like yeah no this person kind of sucks mm-hmm. so i was just like 
I was just like, I don't have time. Life is too short to have a job like this, especially at my age when I want to like, l- like build something in this is like, like jobs like this that like you have to put all your energy into and it's not in your like career. You don't, it's like, it that sucks. I mean, like, is this the end goal? Like of hell no, dude. You know, I, I think back to when like, uh, you know, Campy was like, you know, if you're really like sticking at this, you could, you know, really like make it in radio. You know, I think about times like that where it's just like, why, why am I doing this? But then I remembered, you know, money, I guess. So to everyone out there, your boy X Chris X has a resume. Yeah. <laughs> hey, and uh, he yeah. sold out of the radio game where, you know. I'm I'm still here, still sincere. You're you're still still broke as fuck. The radio edge has not gone dull for Trevor. No, it has. It really has not. Um, I've. I mean, I still like. I work a ton, so I try. I'm. So I'm still like making that money, but I still like literally do this every week, and I sometimes I don't know how I how I have uh, managed, but sometimes this show has definitely been a quantity over quality show. I don't want to. So there's been shows where I don't want to listen back ever, ever <laughs> fucking again. Oh, dude. So like at your work, are you now past the point of 20 hour guy? Or are you still like there kind of just maintaining that? Um, nobody, nobody talks to me, calls me 20 hour guy anymore. That was a different, that was a, a different time in my life. So to put context, I worked, I worked a, uh, 21 plus hour shift, um, at a festival because everybody ate a bad chicken burrito and my vegan edge did not go dull. So I was one of the only people that was well. So I pulled a bunch of shifts and there was a, um, I worked in a, with a sister company on this event. There was a there are two security companies and the people from the other security company was supposed to come and relieve me. They did not. And I got up, I got upset and I was like, I want to talk to someone because I've been up for almost a full ass day and been working for almost a full ass day and I'm ready to go home. And, and cause I was like, I'm done with this place. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I can't get any cell service. It's and I can't, um, I can't contact my loved ones. So this is just like, this is pointless. So I want, I want to go and I want to pack up my shit and I want to head home. And, they were they were not being like that helpful and then when they finally you know about an hour or so went by and i finally got relief and they were like on the way to the the shuttle that was taking me back to camp everyone was calling me 20 hour guy it's like oh you're the 20 hour guy 20 hour guy <laughs> save some hours for the rest of us man <laughs> i was like and i was just so like mentally and physically fatigued i was just like just get me the fuck home and one of the bot like one of the bosses was like you know if you worked coachella you would work 20 plus 21 plus hours and i was like okay but we're not working coachella so whatever yeah and they would like pay you a lot more if you were working coachella i don't know that's remained to be seen who knows who cares i was just like I was just like, I just wanted to go home. So that's, that was, that was that, that was, uh, last summer for security probably won't do that event again. Moving, moving forward from fucking work talk. We're here to talk about hardcore. 
I know this was a surprise episode where I wasn't um I wasn't expecting you to come and hang out with me. Um so this is kind of cool. Um we you were not in the studio when we were doing it, but we uh did our interview. We just uh played our interview with uh Denial of Life. Shout out to them. Shout out to Tacoma crossover. Shout out Tacoma. Like people like repping they they straight up rep Tacoma and we um we'll talk about it in just a second but we'll play we'll talk about the songs that we just played we started off that um set after denial of life we played echelon um a band from atlanta georgia uh just kind of straight up rock and roll influenced um hardcore punk with the with some with some nice like a uh, little rock and roll style leads and I've been, uh, I know, I feel like a couple of people have denounced, um, some hardcore people denounced that rock and roll influence, but I've, I've personally have been in a season where I like the real rock and roll influenced, um, uh, punk hardcore demos and mm-hmm. cause you know, rock and roll brother. Um, so check out Echelon free on their Bandcamp to download. And after that, um, we, what did we we did play the track we played from Echelon was Mission to Kill, and then we played um. Gr- what did we play? we played a uh, Grand Scheme um a new a new uh release on Advanced Perspective Records that's what you would think um uh, what you expect from like a Cali, um. Style uh hardcore band mm-hmm. like has those those Cali two those uh Cali two steps just like kind of kind of like Dare. Um, a little bit different on the vocal side, but definitely, um, that same vibe is, uh, is present in this demo. Um, the grand scheme demo, we played, um, social bait. And then we finished this up. We finished up the set with, uh, another demo from repeat offender. This band doesn't, doesn't even fucking say where this band is from. Uh, says United States. You're not, you're not fucking helpful. And I'm not looking. I'm not looking it up. Um, you're looking up where the United States are. <laughs> yeah, let's look at the. I'm gonna see all the dots um, of coronavirus. <laughs> Stop talking about the coronavirus. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's repeat. Um, Okay, it says California, so somewhere in California. California, United States. California, United States. The United States of California. So another straight up kind of um definite definitely has a uh eighty um A six mentality type type uh style to the to the music. Um so a little, but I'm I'm not gonna say I'd have to re-listen to see like if I really hear the California in it. But I didn't hear as much California um, the first time around um, listening to Repeat Offender. Um, I like the simple artwork, dude getting stabbed in the back with a dagger on the on the ground um, right in front of a brick wall. Damn, so sick. So could be. I don't know if that's what's happening in the streets of California right now, but uh, mm-hmm. if it is, like, it, it looks like it says repeat offender in blood or graffiti. 
I'm going to guess that they stabbed him and rubbed, used his blood and put it on those bricks. Damn. And I'm just like, Callie, Callie's getting getting really fucking hard in uh, 2020. Oh, yeah. So uh, what were we going to talk about? Oh, yeah. we. So you weren't in on our conversation. We're going to leave the... Leave the uh, um, the podcast unnamed, but you're the one who ta- told me about this before. Like we had our guests in um, before you came in, and I didn't like I said I didn't know you were coming in, and we were talking about this stupid stupid ass podcast. Um, and I, I'm just like, I get it. Like you can say whatever you want. It's your it's your opinions, and I guess that they want to show people who are. Or who are big on, um, you know, just like mainstream music fans or rock fans that their bands are not as good as they think they are, and I guess I guess that's I guess that's cool. But I'm just like some of the reference points of the bands that they do like were not that were not that uh not that good to begin with. But like some of them were though. Some of them were. But yeah, not all of them. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I just like. The whole like sticking up your glass, like pushing up your glasses and telling us what you know what good music is. I think it was the mm-hmm. Black Sabbath one that really. Yeah, I tried to like not listen to their opinions on bands that I actually liked, because I mean, if I did, I it would almost be like debating them, you know, like in the car, like that, you know, like when you're like trying to like argue with a brick wall. That's kind of <laughs> what it felt like, and but, it's just like. And obviously there's going to be people who like argue and some of their points are good, but some of them are, are obvious. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, I like I we talked, like I talked a little bit in the interview about Metallica's like a lot of, of course, like I'm, I'm just like, how can you not like a, you can, you can be a Metallica fan or be a fan is, and understand that there is a, that there are inconsistent careers. Mm-hmm. Like, like that they're most like St. Anger was a fucking mess. It was, a hot ass. It was the mess. worst. It was one of the worst things ever. But like, I don't know. I don't, I just like who who are who the fuck are you? It's like these are these are things that we already fucking that most people already fucking know. I guess I guess the thing I guess they're trying to uh appeal to the podcast crowd of like of like uh you know other rock and mainstream music fans that these things suck. Mm-hmm. And I think it just like builds more like like just resentment to other to to uh, you know music, and I'm just like I think this kind of like I hate this type shit and like kind of uh, reiterating message board bullshit um, kind of doesn't help other like music fans progress because there's a lot of people who just like to complain about music and. This is just making there's more like in the world of rock, there's more complaint than there is growth with with um, bigger bands. Oh, yeah. Which is why we have this stagnant because people want to stay stuck in a certain age and complain and complain and complain. And I think it's Mm -hmm. okay to have an objective point of view when you're listening to music if you don't like it. Why do we need to be fixated? And I think like their whole format is they take like they just take like mainstream popular bands and just attack them because of their status as a mainstream, you know, band type of thing. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't like go to like a let's say like a 
like a big like you know underground type of band and you know attack them like that they just can get away with it because you know they're mainstream and and i think their whole theory is like most mainstream bands suck which you know it's it's a hot take you know needless to say you know there's bands that but also some of those bands influenced the smaller bands exactly like like, talk about slayer black and black sabbath who who inspired a ton of fucking other bands oh yeah dude so i'm just like and like i already talked about this in another in earlier in the episode so i don't have to say i just want to get your your take on it um because you've been diving into the world of podcasts yeah yeah no sometimes these drives get like really really fun (laughs) but yeah no i've just been kind of exploring it out there and i just stumbled on you know the one that we're talking about and it was just like yikes especially the black sabbath one yeah that one pissed me off it's just like it's easy to be like all about it if it's a band that you don't like but then when it is it's just like so just like i i do get that they go across the board i just like don't I don't know. I don't have the time for that. I want to, as someone who um, does a lot of music like that, like try to do a lot of new music and underground music. I don't, I don't have any time in my, in my headspace for shit like this. So we're almost, we're pretty much finished. Um, We're going to end with a band called prison manic. It was a, um, this was a submission. You can always submit to us dead air NWCZ at gmail.com. Also, Dead Air NWCZ, both at Twitter and Instagram. I've been trying to do the Twitter a little bit more this week. So, you know, you're welcome. Uh, Facebook, facebook.com slash Dead Air Hardcore Radio. Um, and then you can go to our website that ties all that shit together, deadairhardcoreradio.com. So many ways to listen, stream, and keep up with us. And this band um, self-describes themselves, and I hear it um, with the uh, influences um such as quicksand um and helmet rage against the machine um stuff like this is a band from vancouver washington and i haven't listened i haven't heard too many bands from vancouver washington no and forever and it kind of reminds me of when um foundation played in vancouver with uh harness in 2013 oh and yeah. everybody was knocking over the fucking merch tables um that the anniversary the five year not five year like eight seven year anniversary seven year anniversary of that tour just can't just happened like a couple a couple days ago so and somebody shared that on twitter and that was crazy to think about how fucking long ago that was um i still consider myself a youngin at that point um but yeah, not a lot, not a lot of output in my mind from Vancouver. So we're gonna hit this track. Um, it's a three-song demo for free. Check out support. Um, we did a lot of low low-key artists tonight, um, such as like Denial of Life and a lot of the bands um that are kind of a little more off the grid, not a lot of social media or stuff on these bands. So check them out. Um so we'll be uh, we'll be back next week. You're listening to Dead Air, Charles of Hardcore Radio. Any last words, Chris? Um, I don't got anything to plug, but just pay attention to the world that's around you. Um, things are always happening. Don't be the one that's under the rock. Be aware. You know, uh, the edge has not gone dull. 
the end. Period. Period.